Hey everybody, this is Danny Saint. You're listening to the From Corner to Corner podcast, one of the best podcasts out there. And if you're not listening, you're missing out. friends Jim Nance here with his sidekick Clark Kellogg and we're bringing you the first ever from corner to corner March Madness wrestler tournament how you doing tonight Clark that's pretty good it's pretty good start you got Jim Nance you weren't quite Nance like but it was I mean you got hello friends you got the hello friends I mean, when he says that, you honestly think that you and him are pals. Right. Like, like he's sitting in your living room, and you're like, hey, what's up, Jim? How are you? Everybody knows who that is. Everybody That's knows. his catchphrase. He's pretty good. So I know we said last week that we were going to do some WrestleMania stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but it's March Madness. I was going to say it's March Madness. So all things are crazy, and they are subject to change. Well, actually, the truth be known is... The first two shows, we got to looking at it, and, and like we didn't know that we could get a full show out of them, so we're going to combine mm-hmm. WrestleMania 1 and 3, because there was a lot that transpired in that entire time frame. Right. Most people don't realize there was a WrestleMania 2, because it was the worst WrestleMania of all of them. I mean, you had Hogan versus King Kong Bundy, and it's still cash. Oh, God. See, that right there. Mr. Five Count himself, King Kong Bundy. Yeah. So, but anyways, that, that, that'll be next week's show. We're going to do that. So, uh, the reason we're doing this is we've got a bracket of randomly matched up wrestlers. We've taken 16 wrestlers from WWE, WWF, yep. 16 from WCW, NWA, yep. 16 from TNA, Impact, Yep. 16 from AEW slash New Japan slash Indies. Right. So we have... And that's your four regions. That's your four regions. So we have 64 of the top wrestlers of all time. This isn't our top 50 list. Right. This is just 16 of the best from certain certain eras. Right. You know, Scott Steiner made the list. Booker T made the list. But we're not going to have none of the Road Warriors, none of the Dudley Boys... None of the Hardy Boys. You like so. There's no tag teams. It's this is strictly singles wrestlers. And if you don't agree with her list, that's okay because sometimes Cinderella upsets it anyway. Right. So that's all right. So it is randomly matched in the first round. In the first round. So we're going to talk through the first and second rounds. Yeah. Getting us to our Sweet Sixteen. And then. Unconventionally, since this was randomly done, it's it's not properly seated. Right. Like there's some power punched first round matchups and a lot of second round matchups that are gonna be wow. Yep. So once we get to the sixteen, 
we're going to reseed those 16. And we will not do it on the show. We're going right. to unveil our bracket. And then you, our listening audience, will be able to help us determine who advances each round. Right. Starting Monday, we will have a bracket out on our Twitter and Facebook pages. And you'll be able to vote on the matchups. And those are going to go, what are we going to do, one a day? We're going to do one a day. So we have, we have. I think I figured out, we have 15 matchups, 15 Man, to get to the champion, we're going to do three weeks. So we'll do Monday through Friday for th- for three weeks until we crown our ultimate champion. And then our our Rushmore show for the next couple of weeks, we may dedicate to this. You know, talk about the previous week's matchups or something like that. I don't know what we'll do with that yet. Um, next week's uh, Rushmore show will be March Madness based. Yep, for sure. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. It was a great idea. Uh, you were doing that on your sign page. And at first you suggested maybe doing like restaurants or fast foods and stuff. And I'm like, we're, we're a wrestling show. Right, we we right. can't, we got to do wrestling. We got to do wrestling. And, and, and I can't stress enough. This isn't, this isn't, you're going to see guys on this. Obviously our top 50 list was our top 50 list. You're going to see guys on here that didn't make our top 50 list. Right. But, when we look well, at for it, one, there's 64 names. There's on it. 64 <laughs> names. Uh, you're gonna look at it. I mean, there's guys like Andre and Harley Race in this one. We're going to. We've taken what we feel could be the top 16 from each of those four regions. Right. And uh, whenever we get to the Sweet 16, we're gonna reseed them one through 16, and I think some chaos will ensue. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I'm I'm pretty excited about it, and. Uh, Man, I, I think we should just jump right into it. Let's right? jump right in. So, do we want to start in the Indies bracket? Let's start with the let's start with the uh, the darlings of the professional world okay, right now. So, AEW. So, Indies, AEW, New, New Japan. Japan, just like those those guys. Well, right? and we would have done an AEW specific bracket, but you and I talked. They've only been out three years. Yeah, you know they they've had a lot of moving parts. Uh, I didn't want to get to a point where we were putting guys like Orange Cassidy on the list. Let's be honest. He didn't deserve to be in it. Right. So, and there are lots of guys from like New Japan uh, that we felt deserved to be there. Yeah. So, we just decided to to combine the two. Right. So, speaking of New Japan. Oh, let's go. The first guy in that, that was on top of the list is Abushi. Kota Abushi. Kota Abushi. And he is matched up against Aleister Black. Oh, man, you talk about coming out of the gate with some fire. Yeah, now, like I said, all of these first-round matchups were completely name-generated. I threw all the names in the generator for each individual bracket and just randomly selected it or hit the random generator three times, and this is the order that it come out with. That's what this is. These are not us making these matchups. Right, so, I mean, you if you're going to start, that's a start, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, man, that's a really good match. It's kind of tough. Yeah. I'm leaning black. How do, how do you feel? I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. He, he's he got a little bit more star power right, going right now. And, uh, you know, if you put those two in the matchup, I feel like that black would come out on top. I'm, I am good with Aleister Black moving on. So, we're going to move him on. 
Well, uh, sticking in the uh, New Japan, we've got Tanahashi versus Will Ospreay. Oh, my goodness. You talk, Will Ospreay's currently the New Japan World Champion. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tanahashi has held the belt multiple times. Right. Uh, this is kind of the old guard versus the new guard. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to go against the champ right now, though. It, it? is. That's what I was gonna say. I'm. I, I mean, I'm if New Japan feels confident to put it on him, right? You know, and I mean, Will Osprey is. If you haven't seen his stuff, go check this dude out. He's ridiculously good. Uh, I hope at some point he comes to an American brand. Uh, I feel like if he does, it'll probably be AEW, and that's okay. Just as long as people get a chance to watch him, I think that'll be the key. No, I agree. I agree. And you talk about a power-punched matchup right here. None other than CM Punk versus, versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Oh, man. This is a matchup you thought you might see in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, you got two heavy hitters. <laughs> I mean, you talk, you you had good guys up until this point, but there really wasn't a wrestler that you thought might win the whole thing until this I mean, yeah. theoretically, they both could. Yeah. Uh, I feel like when I was filling this out, I feel like CM Punk is the kind of guy that the fans will get behind. 100%. If we can get the votes, yeah, 100%. Like if we can get other than, other than our two loyal listeners <laughs> to vote, other than just the two of them, right? CM Punk probably has a chance at winning this whole thing. I 100% think it's going to be hard to knock out Phil Brooks, and and I don't know that 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 Cody. Could beat Punk. I don't think so. So I, feel I mean, if we were vote, if we were having people vote this entire bracket, Punk wins this one in a blowout. I would agree. Yeah. So, all right. Next, we have Brian Danielson versus Jay White. Man, <laughs> I am telling you. I would pay big money to watch every one of these matches. Hey, there's one on here that I could not believe it fell in that spot. I can't wait to tell you about that one. It was like, I was like, you got, I mean, some of these matchups are crazy. I mean, but you think about it. The winner of this match goes on to, to face punk, to face punk in the second round. Yeah. I really like switchblade Jay White. I do too. But in a voting type thing. Jay White probably isn't winning because a lot because of people don't know who he is. They didn't know who he was when he was on AEW right. a couple weeks ago. I mean, he is the he is the leader of the Bullet Club currently. Yeah, but uh, I think I'm going to go American Dragon. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to go against him, which is which is. I mean, that's phenomenal a, second round match. That's a power like. Yeah, people would be torn if they had to vote between that one. Yeah, no, no doubt. So think about this one. We got John Moxley versus MJF. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, Moxley has done great. I, it's it's no question the work he's done since being in AEW is better than the work he did in WWE. Yeah. Uh, that's no knock on the work he did in WWE because he's a multi-time world champion. And, and you've heard from him. Him and creative in WWE just, they just did not match. mesh. And, and and I don't know. And I think the relationship soured. And then, of course, they had that goofy gimmick where he wore, like, the gas mask thing out there his last little run. It's Well, and, and not to get too far into it, but when they wanted him to attack Roman on his leukemia stuff, yeah. that, that, that he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Um, that was the last straw. 
you know, you can't go get against MJF right now. Though. MJF's good, yeah. yeah. And 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 many people would see that as an upset, um, but I think MJF advances. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's one of, if not the best heel in the business currently. So we've got three more matchups in this bracket. Uh, we have uh, current AEW World Champion Hangman Page versus Lance Archer. We've seen this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, what a bad match. In a, in a Texas death match. Yeah. They got kooky because they took down the top rope to uh, to try to take away Paige's buckshot lariat. Yeah. Um, Lance Archer is really good. I would like to see the Murder Hawk uh, hold, a, hold a belt at some point. But I think I think Hangman's too good right now. Yeah, so I, I think agree. I think Hangman it, Page. It, it's kind of. I mean the the fans would riot if we took Page out in the first round. Right. So although you know Cinderellas do happen. Cinderellas like do happen. All right. Here's the one I was telling you about a while ago. Oh, you're giddy about this one. Okada. Oh, jeez. Versus, you want to take a guess? Omega. Omega. Oh, for my... It fell that way. I could not believe it. I mean... Seven and a half star matches. And I mean, but for the for the most part, they were legitimate five star matches. They had some shows that they absolutely tore the house down. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch the Omega Okada and that's New Japan. You, that's, got, you ought to go back and watch it on New Japan. That's New Japan. You can probably find it on YouTube. Man, I'm telling you, and, and we just had a conversation earlier, I really like Kenny Omega with the belt. I think it's just a matter of time before he gets it back. I'm going to go the cleaner, Kenny Omega. I feel like this might be that first-round matchup that, that, that gets the upset. You think you, you, are you leaning Okada? I was leaning Okada when I first saw it. I can I can understand Omega. I I don't know. It's just Okada carried. He's so good. New Japan for so long. He, I mean, he's the rainmaker. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. Make the call. You're Jim Nance. Hello, friends. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I, I mean. I feel like that fans would probably vote Omega. And I think part of that is because they don't know who Okada is. Yeah. And I don't know that we ever get a chance to see Okada. We'll, we'll let the fans be the tiebreaker on this one. And then the last match, I think it's pretty easy. Adam Cole versus Eddie Kingston. I, I, I cannot Eddie, see Kingston beating Cole. Eddie Kingston's doing the best work of his career. Yeah. He is a remarkable story. It's... It, him getting from where he was to where he is now. I mean, Adam Cole, I don't think, is a main event guy in AEW, and I'm not sure why. Uh, he just hasn't been booked that way yet. He's been booked in solid solid matches. I would be leaning more towards the upset in this one than I would the last one. Yeah, I'd be leaning more Kingston, especially after he made Jericho tap out at the pay-per-view. He's hot. Be a good battle. But I don't know that the fans are going against Adam Cole. Probably Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's a. So do we go on down to the four here? I think we go on down to the four here. All right. So we got got Black versus Osprey. 
I'm leaning Osprey. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. And I think that would be a fantastic match. And then, I mean, you got Punk versus Brian Danielson. I mean, I, I, we're pretty strong on Punk probably, you know. I think Punk probably takes yeah. it too. Yeah. All right. And then we got MJF versus Page, which is like a match that really needs to be happening. I'm going MJF. I think MJF's one of the – I know Page has been on a roll lately, and I know he's the world champion. MJF. Even though he's been a world champion for a little bit now, doesn't he feel like a transitional champion? He does. And he and, and he's the only – he's the first AEW champion to kind of feel that way. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the way they're booking him. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with Omega being out. Yeah. I, I think Omega is the guy in AEW. Yeah. Until somebody else takes it from him, I think Omega well, is the guy. And that's that's probably not going to happen because they keep signing old guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, Hardy signed today, yep. you know, Jeff Hardy. So, but I mean, it was just official today. It's been known for two months. Right. Ever since he quit WWE. Right. So, okay, MJF. I'm going MJF. And then we got Omega versus Cole. And, and, it, and it has to be Omega here, has right? to be Omega. And just to just to reiterate, Osprey, Punk, MJF, Omega have all advanced. They're not; they may not match up against each other. Right. We, in the Sweet Sixteen, we're going to reseed them. Yeah, yeah, we're going to reseed them. All right. So next, the next lower bracket is the WWE slash WWF. Okay. Our first matchup is Randy Orton versus The Undertaker. Good gosh, what a way to start out! Man, there is some big names. On this WWE list. Right. And I threw a list out to you yesterday, and you only made like two changes off of it. I did. So that means that 14 of the 16 names we agreed on. Right. And I don't disagree with the other two names. It's just like when you're just boom, 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 boom. You're just like, oh, I remember this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. You know, we're trying to put together 30 years worth of wrestling (laughs) out of into 16 names. I mean, I I think you got to go Taker. You got to go Taker. Randy Orton against other people may have advanced. Right. Second, uh, the second matchup, Chris Jericho versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. We've got to see this matchup multiple times. Yeah. I mean, Y2J beat Austin on the way to becoming the first ever undisputed world heavyweight champion in WWE. Yep. But we're talking about prime rattlesnake. Because, I mean, that, yeah. that, I mean I, if you haven't already, this is in their prime. Like, right. this is, like, in the prime of their run. It's awesome. Well, like, I, we know that Chris Jericho is in AEW right now, but... And his work in AEW is fantastic. Right. But he makes this list because of what he because did in his WWE stuff. I think it's Austin. Yeah, I do too. And that sets up Taker versus Austin in the second round. <laughs> and you, you that's in uh, that's in Dallas, Texas, that matchup. Away, right, right, right. right. <laughs> Which, these two guys are going beat, to be beating up on KO at WrestleMania. <laughs> right. We so, think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next matchup, Hulk Hogan versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, man, I love Eddie Guerrero. I do too, but he ain't he's Hulk not Hogan. beating Hulk Hogan. Oh my gosh, that really, that, that means that the next round, when we get to the Sweet Sixteen round, could potentially put Hulk versus Taker or Austin. Well, but we're gonna reseed it. Oh, that's, that's so right. so that's right. so it may not be. Oh my gosh, somebody's getting upset here. Brock Lesnar versus John Cena. God. <laughs> Man, I think I'm going Brock. Wow, 
I think I'm going Brock. We put Cena on our Mount Rushmore. I know. And you're picking Brock Lesnar. I am. Why? You're going to have to sell me on that one. Brock Lesnar is such a – I mean, we just last week did – this, this week we did our athletic specimens. Yeah. Brock Lesnar made my honorable mention list. Yeah. He is – John Cena is the face of the franchise. He was our honor Mount Rushmore. But this is March Madness. We're talking about – he already took him to Suplex City 15 times back a few SummerSlams go. <laughs> he did pretty much own him throughout – the WWE. When, especially when he came back. Yeah. He, he pretty well owned John Cena. Yeah. I mean, heck, this last time Brock came back, he beat John Cena up after the show went off the air. That's true. I'm going Brock Lesnar. I'm okay with that. I, I, I'll, I'll roll with that. we got to have some upsets in there somewhere. But think about Hulk versus Brock. <laughs> think about this one. we got Andre the Giant. Versus the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Man, and we love Shawn Michaels. And and this is not Andre walking to the ring. No, this is Andre game. that can go. Yeah. HBK can't beat Andre. He cannot. He can't do it? No, he can't. It has to be Andre here. I mean, he would try to super kick him and hit him in the belly button. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get his leg up that far. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Good gosh, how many times have we seen this one over the days? Right. I want to say Triple H. We couldn't have made this bracket up to match up like this. (laughs) I want to say Triple H, but I don't think I can. He's the cerebral assassin. He is the cerebral assassin. I, I don't know how you can go against Triple H. But as the tribal chief. That's true. I picked Brock and Cena. You put your winner down on that one. I, I think you have to go Triple H. But Tom Triple H, Triple H was really was, good. Was unbelievable. He w- listen. That's a dream matchup. Prime Triple H against this current version of Brock. I mean, current version of Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's a dream matchup. Yeah, that would have been so good. Oh, and the build up to it. Ooh, disgusting! Yeah. How good it'd be. Yeah, yeah. Shame that was a first round matchup. Yeah. So we got the Rock. Versus Edge. Mm. It's a pretty easy victory for the Rock here, right? I think so. I mean, Edge, prime Edge, I think. It would have been a great match. Be a great match. Uh, and it's because they're both great workers. Yeah. But I think the Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Our last matchup, kind of lackluster, Bret Hart versus Randy Savage. I think you got to go Bret Hart. Yeah. The, the, the you know, the, there was. There were some other good guys in there. Had we seeded this a little, had we seeded this ourselves, yeah, you know, we could have had some better matchups on that part of it. All right, so we got Taker versus Austin. I think you go Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen the matchup, but both in their primes. Yeah, uh, they 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 both won their fair share, but I think in their prime, you got to go. Yeah, Austin three sixteen. Yep, I agree. Hulk versus Brock. I don't think Brock can pull another upset against 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 Prime Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Brock can take two Mount Rushmore guys out in the first two rounds. Yeah, I don't that's that's like the little uh, <laughs> which what what school was it with the 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 little nun in the, in the, uh, Loyola Chicago? Yeah, <laughs> taking down all the the giants. They did. 
So. But I don't think Brock takes out Prime Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Andre the Giant versus Triple H. I'm not sure Andre can beat Triple H. But I'm not sure Triple H, like, Triple H is better against HBK. But I keep forgetting we're talking about Prime Prime Andre here. Right. I mean, and if you haven't seen Prime Andre go, Prime Andre's good. Yeah. I don't think Triple H can beat him. Yeah, I, don't, I agree. He, he, he can't. We could get Hogan and Andre in the Sweet 16. Well, that's, that is true. That is true. And then we've got The Rock versus Bret Hart. Got to go Rock on this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bret Hart's good, but, I mean, so look at this. So, Austin, out of the four that left, Austin Rock, Hogan Andre, two of the most iconic, memorable main events in WrestleMania history. Yeah. Kind of the old guard versus the new guard kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean, we got some we got some heavy hitters left in the eight of the eight of the sixteen. If if I had to rank them now, MJF's number eight. Yeah, and that's saying something. Yeah, and I don't know how you can come up with number one. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, hey, here we are again, putting ourselves in a corner and making something difficult. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so we're gonna go to the Impact TNA bracket. We do actually have a mem- a couple of members of tag teams on here. We did that. So, because we went, I with, forgot about Bully. We went with Bully Ray as a singles competitor. Because what he did in TNA was fantastic. His work in TNA in the Aces and Eights and all that was the best work he ever did. Yes, he's known for tag team right. and carried all those belts. But to me personally, that Bully Ray was the best version of Bully Ray. One hundred percent. And he's matched up against the owner and creator. Of TNA, Jeff Jarrett in the very first round. I know how you feel about this. But I don't know that you can't pick Bully here. I was going to say, I'm going Bully. I mean, I know Jeff owned it, and I know Jeff was prominent on it, but he was more behind the scenes on that. We we couldn't put that bracket together and not put Jeff Jarrett on it. Jeff Jarrett had to Jeff Jarrett beats a lot of these other people, but I don't think he beats Bully Ray. I don't think he beats Bully Ray, prime Bully Ray from TNA. Yeah. Second matchup, Bobby Lashley versus Moose. Dang. You talk about a hoss fight. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they they kind of got similar. And, they're and built look, similar. We went with Lashley here versus WWE because prior to the last two years, all of Bobby Lashley's best work transpired in TNA. 100%. Right? Because, I mean, they're, a lot of these guys have worked in multiple right. of these promotions. Right. But we tried to put them in their prime Areas of, of expertise. Right. Um, I'm going to go Lashley. Yeah, me too. Moose is good, but I don't think he beats TNA Lashley. Right. We got Jay Lethal versus AJ Styles, and I think this is a landslide victory. I think AJ Styles wins hands down. Yeah. Uh, I hate that for Jay Lethal, but uh, just the luck of the draw. Uh, I think it's a phenomenal match. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh Right on cue with phenomenal. Yeah, AJ Styles moves right. on. Right, and then we got Abyss versus Kurt Angle again. Uh, this Kurt Angle, a lot could argue, was the best version of a Kurt lot Angle. of people. And 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 I love the stuff Kurt Angle did in his first run in the WWE, but man, his 
stuff in TNA. I think personally he's probably the biggest name to jump from the WWE to another and, and like do work. Right. You know, you can't overlook it. What, you know, there's lots of big names that have done it, but man, go back and look at Kurt Angle and TNA. It's ridiculous the stuff yeah. he was doing. Yeah. So sure. I think, I mean, I don't even think that match is close. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. We got James Storm versus EC3. Mm. I mean, James Storm was there from day one. He was there from day one, but EC3, when he was on top in TNA, he was on top. Yeah. Yeah, boy, um, the WWE ruined him. I'm not sure how they missed it so bad with him. Yeah, uh, but you get the same could be said with James Storm. Right, uh, they brought him in for a cup of coffee, and and that was all that was. I'm gonna go James Storm. I was leaning Storm at the very at the very beginning, just because of the longevity and the success that he had. Right. So, all right. We got Samoa Joe versus Bobby Roode. This has got to be Joe, right? I don't know, man. I'm thinking Bobby Roode. Oh, you like that second round matchup between Roode and Storm. I wasn't even thinking about that. But uh, I could see where you would put Samoa Joe, and I'm fine with Samoa Joe. But Bobby Roode was really good. It's just like Samoa carried a lot of the the, He the did. He did. And, 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 and like... Like he was well, one of those guys that people tuned in to see. Well, him and him and AJ carried TNA for a long time. Right. So I'm yeah. good with Samoa. Yeah. All right. And then we've got Jeff Hardy versus Matt Morgan. And this this to me is Hardy. Yeah, it's Hardy. I mean, I I, I love the blueprint Matt Morgan. Uh, I hate that he didn't ever work out in uh, WWE because I think he's got a, a WWE build, a WWE gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, but. TNA Jeff Hardy when he wasn't on the stuff was really good. Yeah. And and if Kurt Angle's the biggest signing, Jeff Hardy's probably number two when he jumped from yeah. uh WWE to Impact. Yeah. And I mean his brother's single work where he did the whole delete thing and created that was he was close to making the list. Yeah. But it you know, we can only do sixteen. Right. So he, he lost in the conference championship. He did. So gosh dang it. <laughs> And then we got Austin Aries versus Eric Young. Now, Eric Young, you argued to have on the list. I did have, argue to have on the list. Because I, I had other names that I, that I was suggesting. I mean, he's a multi, multi-time world champion. He actually became champion around the same time that Daniel Bryan did. That was kind of TNA's answer to that, the underdog. Uh, he's got a lot of longevity. I forgot about that part. Yeah. See, that was around that time I wasn't watching. Right. Because I told you last night, the part that I remembered about Eric Young was the little Canadian dude that yeah. just got beat up all the time, and he was always trying. Right. But he just never could do anything. It was when he grew the beard. Yeah. When he became – but he can't. He Another can't. guy that the WWE ruined. Yeah. Well, they, they ruined that whole gimmick. Yeah. That When they came into that faction – I mean, Nikki Cross is the only one left. Yeah, <laughs> and she's not even that person. Right. The one in that whole group they dropped the ball with is Killian Dane. Yeah. I mean, that's Austin Aries all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I saw a clip the other day. He was that, uh, he was the dude in the the Phantom outfit. Uh, God, I can't even think of his name now. He wrestled, he wrestled in that blue and red full, what is the... Do you know what I'm talking about? Suicide. Suicide. So was that him all along in that? No. Uh, multiple guys have have been have been suicide. Oh, gotcha. Now, funny. Just we. I was looking at the clock. I have a few seconds here to 
that was a video game character. Okay. When TNA put out a video game, that was like the career mode. They create like you were suicide. So they took a video game character and made it into an actual TNA character. Neat. So yeah. Well, I saw. I, I was just stumbling across videos, and I saw him, a suicide in the ring with Hogan, and Hogan was demanding him to take the mask off, and he kept shaking his head no. And then Bully Ray comes out and he goes, it's not often I agree with you, Hogan, but I say take that mask off or I'm going to take it off. And then he, Aries finally demasks and that was when he was challenging Bully Ray for the world title. Right. I mean, he was, I think it started, they used Loki, uh, his movements in the video game. Uh, but I think the guy that played uh, Suicide the most was uh, T.J. Perkins. Oh, gotcha. Um, I think he was the guy that did the most. It's funny, because didn't he have a video game character type thing when he came to the WWE? Yeah, yeah. So, interesting. All right, anyway, Squirrel. uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, so let's go back. Uh, We got Bully Ray versus Lashley. I think I'm going Lashley. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I can't stress enough, this version of Lashley was the version that the WWE should have pushed when he was there the first well, time. And we talked about last week how many times he held the belt right. in, in, during his reign there. I mean, on last week's show. He was so dominant. Yeah. So then we got AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. Man. This could literally have been an Elite Eight matchup. I mean, if you want to, I could argue that it could be Final Four Championship matchup. Yeah. I mean, two of the best of all time. Yeah. No matter the promotion. This... I lean AJ with this one, though. I lean AJ, too. So, because AJ Styles is is great now, but he was unbelievable in TNA. Right. Like, like he was the reason why I would watch TNA. Well, and it's like, was how, AJ Styles. how do you let that guy go? If you're TNA, how do you let that guy go? How do you look at it and go, I don't see that you have anything left. And then he goes to New Japan becomes the leader uh, of the Bullet Club, and then turns around and has come to the WWE and been a multiple world heavyweight champion. And I think he's on his way to becoming world champion. I think when he gets done with this whole edge thing, I think you're I think you're right. Next matchup, we've got James Storm versus Samoa Joe. That's Joe. Yeah. And then we've got Hardy versus Aries. That's Hardy. Yeah. Aries was good, but he wasn't that good. Another guy that the WWE could not do anything with. And I'm not sure. I, th- I think he was difficult to work with backstage. Uh, he's a jerk from a lot of the things that I've seen. He's, so, he's difficult to work with everywhere. So, I mean, now at, coming out of the TNA region, you got Lashley, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. I mean, yeah. that's some power. I mean, yeah. you have the two TNA originals. Yeah, I mean they weren't there on episode one, but they were there from the beginning. Yeah, and then you have two. A- AJ was there from episode episode. Was he one. okay? He was in the very first match. And then you have two WWE transplants that the WWE botched on. Yeah, they bet on the you know well they didn't bet they did they did not botch on Jeff Hardy. Let me let right. me let me let me right. cor- correct myself because he was world champion before he left. Yeah, but. Um, they didn't spend the time on Lashley to let him learn the mic and stuff. Right. Physically, he was great. He still didn't wrestle very good, so right. or very good. Sorry, so he went to TNA and learned how to wrestle and learned how to talk. Right. 
And that's why he's so good now back in the WWE. Right. I mean, so we have 12 spots in our Sweet 16, and there is some power-packed dudes. No in doubt. And, and and now we're moving to the WCW NWA. NWA. So My hand's cramping. Yeah. Well, it's right off the bat because we got Tully Blanchard versus Dusty Rhodes. My goodness. I can't believe you're going to put me in a situation where I have to choose between the common man, the son of a plumber, and one of the greatest members of the Four Horsemen of all time. Yeah. Who, by the way, got fired on AEW this week. Oh, he did? The uh, FTR, the Forever the Republicans, or Free the Republicans, or Forget the Republicans, or whatever we call them. It's Free the Republicans. Free the Republicans. Fired him. Wow. So Okay. Interesting. Because it's... His fault they're not winning any matches. Well, it's apparently his fault that they're not on TV. <laughs> How do you not have FTR on TV? I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Dusty has to win that matchup. Dusty has to win them. Because the next matchup, we have Nick Aldis. Who's, and you love Nick Aldis. Uh, he's, I, look, like Nick Aldis, in my opinion, is being wasted on the NWA right now. He's taking the belt back from Carter. I know, but like he needs to be on TV. Like well, they need to be on TV. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like he is really, really good in the ring. Yeah, he's the national treasure. But the national treasure, unfortunately, is matched up against the goat, the goat, the nature boy. Woo, Ric Flair, Ric Flair. I mean, what a great match that would have been, Prime versus Prime. I'm telling you, Ric Flair. That's an hour and 15-minute match. All this is good. Ric Flair would make him look like he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ in the ring. Like, that's how good he would make him look. Yeah. Yeah, that would be such a phenomenal match. But you can't go against Ric. Man, when I saw this come up like this, I was like, do I hit random one more time? But I didn't. I stuck to the three randoms like we said we were going to do. But that sets up Dusty versus Rick in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. I think we might be split on that one. I don't think so. I don't know. So. All right. So next we got DDP versus Ricky Steamboat. I'm going DDP. I would have won Steamboat. I know you would have. If we threw it to the fans, how do you, you think the fans would vote? I mean, we are talking about prime Ricky Steamboat, who held the Intercontinental title and the NWA think, World title. I, I don't know. I, I think it's hard to go against Steamboat. I think it's hard to go against Paige, but I can see where you would say Steamboat. So let's go. Let's go. I mean, he like Steamboat was like the other guy to to Flair and a lot of these other guys. Well, if you listen to Ric Flair, he'll tell you he Ricky Steamboat's the best person he's ever been in the ring against. Randy Savage the same way. Randy Savage the same way. I think it's hard to go against Steamboat. Let's go, Ricky. He's so good. Let's go, Ricky the Dragon. We got Vader versus Hollywood Hogan. And yes, I know. We have Hogan on the list twice. But I mean, they're two totally different characters. They are. And they're two totally different time frames. Yeah. So, I love Vader. Yeah. And he's finally getting his spot in the Hall of Fame. It's a shame that it's already after he passed. He's not beating Hollywood. No. No. Are we going to have Hulk Hogan represented in the Sweet 16 twice? No, I think Steamboat takes out Hogan. I don't know, man. 
All right, who we got next? We got uh, Terry Funk versus Goldberg. Now, this isn't Chainsaw Charlie hip replacement walking down the ring Terry Funk, okay? Uh, This uh, is Terry Funk in the 80s that was NWA World Champion Terry Funk. Yeah. And he can go. He can. He's not beating Goldberg. 103,260 and 0 Goldberg (laughs) at this point. He is not. Because this is the good Goldberg. This is not well, the one that nearly kills our wrestlers now. I mean, Taker almost didn't make the list. I know. Because Goldberg almost killed him. That's true. So we got uh, Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pope, mm-hmm. versus five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, Booker T. And we've seen that match multiple times. Yeah. It's got to be Booker. It's got to be Booker. I And I... I love the mathematician Scott Steiner. He, hey, Steiner math is where it's at. It's it's it makes as much sense as Common Core math does. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, we got Arn Anderson versus Harley Race. Man, listen, Harley Race is good. He was the guy that took. I mean, he had the NWA until Flair took it over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shock you because I've already seen what you've done. I'm going Arn Anderson. I think Arn, Ander- I think Arn Anderson is one of the more underrated wrestlers of all time. I think he was the heart and soul of a lot of the four horsemen. I think Arn Anderson beats uh, Harley. I'll tell you this. You gave me Steamboat. I'll give you Arn Anderson. I think Arn Anderson would have beat Ric Flair. And you know how I feel about Ric Flair. Wow. I didn't say every time. But I think Arn Anderson, had he not been mixed up with the horseman, I think Arn Anderson could have been a legitimate NWA world champion. Wow. That's shocking. Our last matchup of the round is Sting versus Luger. What sting are we talking about? Are we talking about surfer sting or are we talking about crow sting? I'll let you decide. You're the you're the sting mark. <laughs> I feel like the way that you the way that I answer this is the way that you're gonna. Well, because well, and, the, and I ask that because he wrestled two different ways. Yeah. I don't know that it changes the outcome. I think the best version of sting is surfer sting, and always have thought. I that. agree that with that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Lex Luger's been about the same since he started wrestling. Yeah. Um. I think it's Sting here. Yeah. So we got Dusty versus Flair. My goodness. I I mean, it has to be Flair. But does it have to be? Dusty only won one time in all those years. I know, but this isn't for a championship. (laughs) It's it's to go to the champion. It's to go to the Sweet 16. Like, it's to continue on to the championship. I can't even fathom what you're thinking right now. I like Like, I can't. (laughs) Like you didn't even let me put Dusty on the top fi- on the top ten of our top fifty. List. But that was their whole career. We're talking about one match, one time. We don't, this is what makes March Madness so great. <laughs> is that it's listen. He doesn't have to, and, and I'm not answering yet. You know, Lyle of Chicago doesn't have to be better than Duke a hundred times. Right. They have to be better than Duke. One time. That's true. This is what makes March Madness great. I'm just saying all that before we make our decision. All it has to be is one time. That's true. With that said, I'm still going to Ric Flair. <laughs> I knew what you were doing. 
Steamboat versus Hollywood. Give me Ricky the Dragon, man. I mean, we just said that's Ric Flair's and Randy Savage's best opponent. Best opponent. Yeah. We're not talking about. We, we got to get Hogan out of there anyway. We're not talking about Steamboat like '95 go for the TV title Steamboat. Right. We're talking about. And this particular Hogan is the older Hogan. Is the older yeah. Hogan. I think it's Steamboat. Yeah. Goldberg versus Booker T. It's hard not to go Booker T here. But we're talking about 193,204 and oh, Goldberg. That's true. And that version of Goldberg was the best version of Goldberg. Booker was, T had. Was that version of Goldberg better than the Booker T version where he was world champion? Yes. Well, that's the answer to the question then. And then we got Arn Anderson versus Sting. It has to be Sting. I'm pulling for my boy Double A, though. It's got to be Sting. <laughs> it's got to be Sting. You think it's got to be Sting? It does. But does it got to? It has to be. All right, Sting it is. Wow. That is a... That's going to be a fun Sweet 16. Well, I'm looking. The one seed is going to be almost impossible to figure out. For each bracket? I, aren't we reseeding all 16 together? I just figured we'd do one through four, one through four, one through four, and one through four. Oh, I thought I was under the impression we were reseeding all 16. Oh. Because we, cause this was random, so we were going to reseed all 16. Oh, so it wouldn't necessarily be... A one of each region right. in the final four. It wouldn't necessarily be that way. Oh. That was kind of my thought. Okay. But I see what you're putting down with reseeding each individual region. Yeah. So. To where you have one representative from each region in the final four. From each region. And I think that's, like, like to me, I, I don't know. Well, we've got uh, we've got a few days to discuss how we, how we want to. And, and we'll unveil whatever our bracket is Sunday. Yes. Because Sunday is Selection Sunday. Yes. Now, we didn't have a lot of upsets right. on the bracket. Uh, MJF making it to the Sweet 16 might be the biggest one. Yeah. Steamboat making Steamboat it Steamboat making it could be a could, could be an upset. Yeah. Are there any? And, 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 you know, you have to look at it, too. Is Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe both in the Sweet 16 if they don't have the matchup Matchups that they have. Oh, I mean, one hundred percent. It it turns into matchups. I mean, yeah. At the last minute, if we don't put Andre on the list, Kane was whose spot he took. Yeah. Kane doesn't make the Sweet Sixteen. Right. I mean, Andre's in the first match with Shawn Michaels. If that's Kane, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels wins. wins. Right. And then or or Mankind because we had Mankind and Kane on the list. Mankind Kane. There was somebody else. And you had Daniel Bryan, and I switched him over to AEW. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. We You you put Hart and Savage in, mm-hmm. and we took Kane and Mankind off, or and then Daniel Bryan, we switched out and put and Kane then, back in. Right. And then ultimately made it Andre. Because, I mean, <laughs> we just came up with this idea yesterday. Right. <laughs> so, so we scrambled to get this done Um once we kind of, like we well, talked about. here you know. we go. Since we're on the air, and this is, to quote Jim Ross, we're live, pal. 
Let's go on and seed them now. You want to do that? Let's go on and seed them right now. Okay. Are we going to do like we talked about? I think that's what we ought to do. Okay. So, to me, in the indie scene, Omega has to be the one seed. I agree. Which puts Punk as the two seed. Osprey is the three. Osprey is the three. MJ is the four. So, you got Omega. <laughs> it's the matchups that we have. <laughs> now, seed the next one. I think one, I think Hulk has to be one. Hulk has to be one. I think... Austin has to be two. Austin has to be two. Andre, three, Rock, four. I'm going to say Rock, three, Andre, four. So you're going to put Hulk versus Andre in the Sweet 16. And Austin, and Austin versus Rock. <laughs> I, I see. All right. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. All right. To me, Lashley has to be the one. Over AJ? Just because oh. AJ's really good. Well, I, I, they're, they're one and two. They're regardless. one and two. I'm gonna go AJ one. All right, go AJ one. Lashley two. Joe and then Hardy. Yeah, Joe and Hardy. Yeah. Flair's got to be the one seed, right? Yes. Sting the two. Probably. Steamboat three, for three Goldberg, Goldberg for four. Well, that didn't take very long. So, in our matchups, we got Omega, MJF, we got Punk, Osprey. Yep. We got Hogan, Andre, Austin, Rock. I did that on purpose. I know you did. That's okay. AJ. Hardy, Lashley, and Joe, Flair, Goldberg. I'm going to go on and say this before the matchup even happens. Prime Flair is the only person that can make Goldberg look like he was a million bucks. Right. Even this version of Goldberg. Right. Goldberg doesn't make it if he doesn't have, I mean, Terry Funk. Like, Terry Funk deserved to be on the list. Yeah. But Terry Funk... Yeah. And then he had Booker T. Yeah. Or Big Papa Pump. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's kind of, it's like we talked about with Joe and Hardy, you know? They they probably don't like Sweet 16, but those are your upsets, you know? And, I mean, that Sting Steamboat match, that'd be a, that'd be a banger. So, when we get off the when we get off the air before Sunday starts, I think we should fill out the bracket the way we think it's going to go and see if the fans vote the way we think they will. I think we should fill out our our own, keep it hidden, and we'll unveil it after the after the sure, tournament's we can, over. We can do that to see if see if we voted the way that we think the fans did. Yeah, some of these going to yeah. be hard. Yeah, for sure. This is exciting. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good idea. Hopefully, we have more than three people vote on it. I think we will. Like we've got some we got some wrestling collateral out there now. We 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 try to get these guys to to get this stuff out there for us. So we try. Well, I'm excited. I am excited to uh, kind of see how this this pans out. Let's see if we're done. If we're done. Before 
I'm trying to look at our schedule. When are we booking our when are we booking our pay-per-view? I don't know yet. Let me look at the calendar. Man, I'm telling you. I think it's gonna be done before we book our pay-per-view. I think the winner. Does the winner get a shot at the world title? As long as it's not Hogan, I guess. Because Hogan has the title, right? He does. Maybe he can get a shot at another title. Maybe we'll do a title for title if it's Hogan that wins. Yeah. Yeah. I got a feeling it won't be Hogan that wins. I got a feeling that uh, it won't either. Yeah. I don't know. Because we're not deciding it. That's we're the not, part about we it. We are not. This is totally out of our hands. The top 50 was us. This is you guys. We got yeah. it down to 16. So, the winner of the Sweet 16 gets a title at the from corner to corner World Heavyweight Championship. Gets a shot at the title. Yep. Yep. That's exciting. I mean, that's big news, right? At 100%. 100%. So, awesome. Well, another great show. A lot of fun, man. Comment, text us, let us know what you think about it. Tomorrow drops the the bracket, mm-hmm. and let the voting begin on Monday. I'm excited to see who wins the first inaugural March Madness of From Corner to Corner. I, From I, Corner I, to I, Corner presents March Mayhem. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hello, friends. We'll see you next week. And I can't do a Clark Kellogg. I don't even know what Clark Kellogg... Clark Kellogg right here talks really loud. <laughs> and I feel like he should have like a Jimmy Dykes like, gotta put your socks in the box. God, I hate Jimmy Dykes. You know, he's kind of a 3 and D guy. <laughs> I don't know. That's terrible. Stay uh, safe, friends. All right, see you guys. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, Corner to Corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all, and we'll see you next time.